What's up, everyone, and welcome to Project X Talk, an Xbox podcast, episode number 72. I'm your host, Kevin, a.k.a. The Muffin Mon, and today I'm joined by the human alpaca himself. Tom, how you doing? Doing pretty good. Sorry about the audio quality, guys. Uh, some technical issues that were unforeseen. Yeah, we'll, uh, you know, maybe get those. They'll be straightened out for next time. Don't worry about it. So apologies, but we're going to we're going to work through it because uh, Tom we need to hear what he thinks. Uh, we also have Mr. Physical Copy himself, Ethan. I almost didn't say copy. How you doing, buddy? Uh, hey, but you're getting it. I'm doing great. How are you, Kev? Uh, I'm all right. Arsenal just won in the 95th minute against Wolves. So I'm it was an own goal. It doesn't count. It was an own goal. Still counts. They all count. Everyone knows what you're talking about. <laughs> they're all they're all worth one. All right, they're all worth one. <laughs> and we have. The future of esports himself, uh, currently in the Elden Ring, uh, Aman. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing as good as ever, Kevin. Uh, you're 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 kind of glitching into the Elden Ring world right now. So yeah, he's yeah, going yeah. into the metaverse. He's Pretty. Going the no, metaverse. No, see, I can't be at two places at once. So you know, mm-hmm. I'm at the podcast, and then I'm going back to the Elden right. Ringverse. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, guys. If you like our podcast, remember we're live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern time, right here on YouTube. If you can't catch us live, we post Friday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern on all your favorite podcast service. And while you're over there, please drop us a rating and a review, whether that's on Apple or Spotify. It really does help us grow the show. If you leave us a five-star review on Apple, we will read it live on the show. And if you want to interact with us more, please come hang out in our Discord. It's basically, you know, we could use a few more people in there. So why don't you come on? I know, I know we got people watching the show that aren't in Discord. So come chat with us. Patreon. We, for those that don't know, we have a Patreon, and if you support us at any tier, you get the Patreon shout-out and early access to all our content besides this live podcast because it's live. So shout-out, Bucky Blue. Thank you for supporting the show. And thank you to our newest patron, Hopple. We appreciate you subscribing and uh, hope you enjoy the content. Now that we got the housekeeping out of the way, every week we've been in the podcast, we're going around the room and asking one simple question, and that question is, what's your plan? And Ethan... You're not talking about it in this segment. <laughs> Story number one is where you're going to talk about this. Yes. So I'll, uh, so I'll hold my tongue. <laughs> I'm going I'm to go over to Amon. What have you been playing this week? So uh, I've only been playing one game this entire week, and that is State of Decay 2. Oh, interesting. Ooh, Good yeah. choice. So one of my friends just DM me. He's like, yo, I got an Xbox. Let's play some State of Decay. So I'm like, okay, let's play some State of Decay. And I've been playing it nonstop all week. This game is addictive. If you guys haven't checked out my latest video, go check it out. That is where I say they should rebrand State of Decay to The Walking Dead because that's basically what it is. And again, and bring in more of the general audience, you know? So yeah, um, State of Decay again, great game. Didn't great that game game. get a graphic update recently? Hmm? I'd be Didn't surprised that game if they're get a graphic still update? updating too because State of Decay 3 is out. No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh, it's in development. It's in development. Right. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. got the trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it did get a. It got a content update. I don't know if it got. A yeah, and it got a DLC. Yeah, I saw. I saw something recently. We got the Juggernaut DLC or something. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. There was something way more recent than that. Like within the week, they posted something, and I believe they said like they updated like the draw distance as well. Ooh. Apart from like the Juggernaut update, they did like last two years ago now. Hmm. So I'm still being sure. updated. Good sign, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a really fun game to play. You know, building out my base, doing bounties, collecting bounties. You know, yeah, it's fun. Is it still a buggy mess? 
Uh, no, it's not. Okay. I haven't encountered a bug at all. Those bugs Ish. were charming in that game. No, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> the, only, the only charming bugs were the bugs in Cyberpunk 2077 when it first Those launched. were well, okay. To be fair, the only Some bugs that, were great. Only bugs I had in Cyberpunk were the T pose and then Jackie walking through the wall, which were charming. <laughs> they were <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that one. Very charming. Um, Tom, where you been playing? Not a lot, honestly. Uh, I played Tales of Arise. I don't know if you saw me on it. I was on it for like the no. last two days. Good man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, dude. I just drop games and then I go back a couple months later when I'm in the mood of something random. Uh, I was playing that, I believe. What happened? What happened last? So my guy lost his ability where he doesn't like not like now he feels pain. Yep. So I'm like, okay, that doesn't sound fun. Saved the game right after that and never played it again for, well, I haven't played it since yesterday. But I was like, no interest anymore. I that's liked like, it when my guy was untouchable. That's pretty close to the end, isn't it? Yeah, it like, is close to the you're end. You're getting there. Like, holy cow, you dropped it. That Yeah, I'm 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 34 hours in the game. Kevin says he beat it like, what, 20, right? I got No, I got the 100% in 48 hours, all right? There I is know, I put proof. Like 70 okay, so he got 100% in 48 hours, and I'm like 34 hours in the game. So I don't know. I, I'm apparently really slow at this game. It's probably never going to get beat. You, you play like that, me. You actually uh, like to stop and look at things instead of just chugging through like Kevin. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> How long do you guys look for? You don't need more than like five seconds to look at I, things. I, I want to take everything in. You know, the atmosphere, the characters, well, I can the just dialogue. You, you got to experience everything. Just staring at the mountains for a solid one hour. <laughs> just just exactly. blank That's face <laughs> at the screen. Yeah. yeah. I can only imagine you guys playing uh, Horizon. Besides... Uh, well, Horizon, this is... Come on, let's play the We don't talk about that here. We don't want to play that. None oh, of us want it. Oh, yeah, that's true. But uh, continue, continue. <laughs> uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, pretty fun. Uh, this update really was so much fun. Like, I, I love that I get way more money now for just playing the gigs. Yeah. Uh, I bought every single apartment in the game. Uh, I'm getting a new set to me by text message, which wasn't a thing before. So I'm like, what? Why are you sending me that? Why are you hmm, do you want to get called over to my apartment? Didn't do that, but you know, I, I I'm not gonna say no like no to a nude that you sent me. Why not? You know, just send out, it my way if you really want to. Out of context, <laughs> it sounds really bad. You're a married man. All right. It's virtual, it's fine. Uh and that lost arc. I've been playing a little bit of Lost Ark. I know we didn't get a chance to play yet. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't really yeah. touch it during the weekend, but I have played it during the weekdays uh, as much as I could. And that game is just so much fun. Like the combat in it is what really sticks out to me a lot. Uh, if I feel like it has like a, like a really good combo-based system that is something that like Diablo didn't really offer, even though they're both that similar isometric top-down action RPG. This mm -hmm. game does the combat so much better. What level are you in Lost Ark? Uh 31. Okay. So I'm I'm 17. I played it all weekend with with some friends. I have think I have like six hours into it. And my feelings on Lost Ark is that the game is basically walking quest simulator for the first however apparently till you get to max level because 
all I've done is talk to this person, talk to the NPC right next to it, talk to the NPC right next to them. And you just get levels for that. You can walk by every enemy because there's no point in fighting them. They don't do any damage. You kill them immediately. You don't get experience. For, you get three experience. Like it's useless. It's a pointless, pointless time. The dungeons take three minutes. So right, right now I'm not very impressed with Lost Ark. Like it's fine but I expected a lot more. And people are like, you just got to get to the max level. I'm like, oh, great. So like 30 hours in. That's exactly like, true, though. <laughs> that's, where the, that's where the fun is because that's where the actual co good content that you're going to be like grinding through forever pretty much is going to be at. Uh, they have good dungeons at the end. It's just pretty much every MMO that I've played, you want to get to the very end because that's where the actual fun starts. It happened in World of Warcraft. I thought there was a slog in the most crappy game I've played until I got to the very, like, the max oh, I, level of whatever the expansions would be. I like this. It's just World so terrible. I liked leveling up a World of you Warcraft. Actually liked, you actually like leveling in yeah. World of Warcraft? Like, actual? That, that's that's boring. The, the, fun and the fun stuff is like the raids, the dungeons. Those were fun. Yeah, I agree with you. Those were fun too. But I, I, I don't know. Uh, I think. Mayday Bomber says Lost Ark is Diablo without any of the charm. It's so boring. You walk from NPC to NPC, just turn in quests. There's no point in fighting because they don't aggro and three experience is worthless. That's yeah, reiterating what I said, basically. Um, it has a better art style than Diablo. Diablo is a depressing looking game. All right. Lost no, Ark is beautiful. It has, no. you know, it has pretty anime girls. What you like Genshin Impact? It does have what, this. This is this should be your game. <laughs> oh my god! But I think I don't think the game is ugly. Like I, I like the art style. I I don't know why you're taking shots at Diablo. Diablo, in my opinion, much better gameplay story. Diablo has a certain. It's also not an MMO. It, that's I think what is is the, the issue. Um, I do find in Lost Ark the one town, uh, what the very first town you go to, it, it chugs along and like not chugs, but like those are the only times I get like frame rate drops when I'm playing. It's when you're in the town with like every single other person in the server. I'm like, all right, let's, yeah, uh, let's too let's much effects going on. Yeah. To be I, fair, most MMOs are like that. Even Elder amount, Scrolls Online chugs like hell if you're in a big town. The amount of <laughs> random grunting and NPCs saying the same lines. <laughs> Did you know there's an outbreak of demons on whatever mountain? Like, yeah, I've, I've heard it from you for the last 40 minutes. Shut your mouth. That's funny. Uh, but we'll play. We'll play. I don't know when, but we will get around to it. Uh, eventually. eventually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you been playing anything else? No, nothing else. By the way, uh, am I delayed on you guys, or is it just no. me? Okay, just you. All right, perfect. You're good. That's all. That's all fine. Just uh, we'll move on to Ethan. Besides the one thing I know you want to talk about, what yeah. have you been playing? Um, so I've been doing another Cyberpunk 2077 run. Um, I'm kind of switching it up, trying to do like a tech hacking build, which I didn't do in the first run of the game. I, I was mostly a sniper hand cannon. Uh, player in the my first run through um, so that's been fun but obviously I dropped it for obvious reasons we'll get into that story number one um, and then I've also been playing a lot of Dynasty Warrior Nines or Dynasty Warriors Nine Empires um, I'm a huge fan of the Dynasty Warrior series especially the Empires I remember as a kid I used to play DW5 Empires a lot um, so I saw Nine was coming out this month I was like you know what I can pick that up so I played through a couple campaigns so far 
it's the same formula as any other Empire's Dynasty Warriors game. Uh, it's a blast playing as Guan Yu, just killing thousands of soldiers of battle. Um, it's everything you'd expect out of it. Um, so it's super fun. Nothing really revolutionary, but just mm-hmm. another good addition to the series. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, not 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 a big Warriors fan. I'm, I'm going to get the Fire Emblem Warriors game. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I, I tend to stay away from the Kingdom Under Fire was really the last like hack and slash type game. And that was way back on the original Xbox and like the one 360 game. You didn't play Hyrule Warriors? No, no. no. To be uh, I'm a sh- shocking news alert. I'm not that big into Legend of Zelda. I did not play Breath of the Wild. Oh, like at all? No. No, I have no interest in Breath of the Wild. Hmm. Not for me. I know, hmm. I know, it's one of those the greatest games of all time. But uh, I stop. Zelda kind of lost interest to me after like um, Oracle of Seasons and Ages or whatever those GameCube games were. And the uh, Wind Waker, Wind Waker, I liked. That was a good one. That's but the best Zelda for me. Is Wind I Waker like, on I the GameCube. Love Wind Waker. If they port so that fun. to the Switch, I'll get it. Oh God, I play it all day. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get that one for sure. Um, so what I've been playing, uh, I talked, touched on Lost Ark already. I've been playing a lot of games this week. So Dragon Ball Fighters, I put some good amount of time into. I have a game pass and review going up for it. So I won't, I won't drabble on. It's just a good fighting game. Ain't it? Like, it's just a really good fighting game. Um, the story is awful. Like if you're doing the adventure mode, it's God office. This is the worst Dragon Ball story I've ever played in a video game. But the uh, the fights get me through. But then I went online and promptly got my uh, butt handed to me real quick. <laughs> I put the one fight. I literally put the control down because I couldn't get out of what they got. I was like, I don't know what to do. This is a uh, this, this is, is on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on Game All Pass. Right, my next esports, be- my next esports shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you give it a shot. Let me know how it goes. Uh, <laughs> made a bomber he didn't want to play one of the greatest games ever made but he'll play paparazzi hey, don't sleep on paparazzi my man right. don't paparazzi. Sleep on paparazzi. Oh, thank you made a bomber i don't know how to... that game was paparazzi. dope i don't care if nobody watched <laughs> my review for it but they're paparazzi. only doing it to boost their gamer oh, score God, that's funny uh i let me and ethan are in a heated battle for gamer score this month he, 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 I'm getting it again. You're ahead you know of me now. Yeah, yeah you're gonna. You, you got Elden Ring. Yeah, right because now. you guys play games like Paparazzi, <laughs> bro. I haven't played Paparazzi any games like Paparazzi this month. Yeah, that's right. I I played Dragon Ball Fighters and then I played Crash Team Racing. So it was on. It's on. It might be on sale still, but I saw it on sale uh, on Friday night for like sixteen dollars, and I had a twelve dollar gift card. So I was like, Crash Team Racing for four dollars. Sounds like a great deal. So I picked up Wait, Crash Team how, Racing. How much did you have on a gift card? Twelve. How do you have a twelve dollar gift card, or was that just leftover I stuff? Left, I left. I had leftover oh, okay. stuff. Okay. Like, where do you get a twelve dollar? Yeah, yeah. No, gift no. Card? Yeah, I had leftovers. So picked up Crash Team Racing. It's just so good. Like it's always been so good. I beat the adventure mode this week uh, on Monday when we had uh, had Monday for president's day it's just a fun game love it i'm playing a spyro even though it's a crash team racing game yeah but i, I want to ask you did you find yeah. it hard to um to beat the bosses in that game like no. i feel like when i was growing up the boss races there i felt like they were just so easy and i felt like i was just getting destroyed like against ripper and whatever just no stupid races 
The game is definitely harder than the original. Like this, this nitro fueled one is definitely harder than the original. Um, but no, I beat all the bosses within a few, like one or two tries. So I really, I played on medium. I don't know what you like. We're, we're playing on. I didn't play hard. hard. Yeah, I didn't do hard. No, <laughs> no way, man. <laughs> hard is hard. And then I'm trying to do the CTR challenges to collect those letters. And like some of the letters are in the most obscure. I'm like, how do I get on this bridge? What are you talking about? Like, I don't even understand. But no, it's it's a good game. It took me a while to remember how to do like the boosts and drifting. Um, remember to like hop around corners instead of like. It's it's di very different from Mario Kart. I'll just say that. So the skills do not carry over, but I I really enjoy it. It's a fun game and it's on sale. So I'm always happy to support Toys for Bob. Then guys, I am playing. I think I could say it. There's no NDA. Uh, Gunborg Dark Matters. This is an arcade e 2D platform uh, kind of twin stick shooterish game um luke lore actually provided me the code for this game so shout out luke friend of the show over at xbox expansion pass uh game comes out next friday so i'm playing it i'll have a review up dropping probably on friday if you want to see what the game's all about i'm not going to say much just that uh i think you should check it out even like support the indies especially this one if you're if you're looking for an indie game check this one out and then another indie game but this one is on PlayStation, and that's Monarch. And this game has its grips in me. I don't care what the reviews say. I don't care if it's sitting at like a 68 on Metacritic. This game is fantastic. This is a phenomenal JRPG. All the characters are great. The antagonists especially are so good in this game. They're so well written. They all have deep, complex motivations for why they're doing what they're doing. There's some, I've already gotten two plot twists, um, 22 ish hours in this game came out on Tuesday, by the way. Um, <laughs> so I'm level 50. Uh, you do have to grind a, a little bit, but the grinding is fun. It's a, it's a tactical JRPG, kind of similar to fire emblem, but without the grid. So you like move your character and then you have a uh, rain, like an area of effect, uh, that'll tell you if you can hit the opponents. I just really like this game, man. It's so good. It's dark. It's mature it's fantastic uh <laughs> it's kyle yeah. the antagonists are justified if you ask me <laughs> uh no I, kevin i wanted to ask you like yeah uh, is this similar to persona in terms of you also have the slice of life elements and also the, the action no, elements there's no, there's, no, action? there's no slice of life elements uh well okay. so what you have is in between battles you will mm -hmm. have to do a puzzle and these right. puzzles can be as simple as like talk to one person, find out information to like make another person move so you can get in the room you need to go. And they can right. be as complicated as read this memo in this one room that has someone's student ID on it. And mm -hmm. then check your check your little book to see whose student ID number that is, and then find out the password and hack into their uh, computer account. So like I I think the puzzle difficulty in this game is a, probably a little overblown from the reviews. A lot of people said they were really obtuse and hard. I've encountered literally one, maybe maybe two hard puzzles. One I just had to Google, and I was like, I don't even know how I was ever supposed to get this. But um, the majority of them is like, if you just look around the room, like you're you're gonna solve it. 
Um, like the one I did, one I did this morning was, uh, a woman was like, what are the name of my four children? I forgot because she like is amnesia. Um, and she has memos written around the room and she named all her kids after swords. So the memos literally just say seven different names and you have to know which of the seven are swords and then tell her the name of her kids. So that one, wow. I'm like, wow, they expect you to know the name. Like if you didn't know that Muramasa and Masamune were katanas, then you're not probably not going to be able to get this puzzle very easily. Yeah. But yeah, I, I really like it. I think it's, it's good. There is psychology tests that you take, which influence your stats. So your mm -hmm. stats are based on the seven deadly sins and you'll take okay. psychology tests and it'll boost those. So I, I really like it. It doesn't have the like dating and, and that kind of stuff like persona. No, but, but like, does it have that open world? Like can you roam around the school when you you're could, not? You, you can walk around the school. There isn't much to do except like collect stuff and talk to right. the students. But okay. yeah, no, no, you, you can, you can walk around the school. I, I just really like the story. I like the combat. I like all the characters. So it's really, it's really hitting with me. I'm trying my hardest to beat it before next Friday for a triangle strategy, another JRPG, but that's, uh, yeah, I, I heard like the soundtrack's really good as well. For oh, the, the soundtrack in boss battles is banging. This is yeah, where I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. sure that's where all their budget went for the music. Like <laughs> walking around yeah. in general is like, eh, it's all right. But like once the boss battle hits, you're like, Oh my man, like I'm gonna get on my seat. Let's go. But that yeah, yeah it's really cool. Yeah. Bucky Blue. Oh, the psychology tests sound really interesting. It, they are really interesting. Sometimes they'll just be one question test. Sometimes they'll be like 30 question tests and you'll get like crazy Jeez. amount of. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like weird questions. Like one of the opening ones is, um, have you ever looked at a, a naughty website? <laughs> 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 have you ever thrown your controller across the room? Like stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's a little weird, but, um, it's Kyle. If it had a dating aspect, I'd rate it even higher. Of course you would. Of course you would. But guys, it's time for a segue. So have a seat while I grab some books from the library and tell you this week's stories. And story number one, Elden Ring review roundup and impressions. So guys, is Elden Ring quite possibly the best game ever? Well, the review embargo dropped yesterday morning, and it's currently sitting at a 97 on Metacritic and OpenCritic, making it the second highest rated game of all time. The reviews for the highly anticipated From Software game are saying it lives up to the hype, getting nearly perfect scores from every major outlet, including friends of the show, Season Gaming. So I pulled a little excerpt from Ains's review where he says, quote, Elden Ring is From Software's magnum opus. It is accumulation of decades of refinement to game design and lessons learned from their last several titles. It is not only the best game from software has ever developed, it stands firmly alongside the greatest fantasy RPGs of all time. It is a sprawling, grandiose, exquisitely crafted epic that has immensely few peers. It has continually left me staggered and in awe with every waking moment spent thinking about when I can play it next. So that is from our friend Ainsley Bowden over at Season Gaming. You can check out his full review. But we have someone on the panel that's played it. So I'm going to head on over to Ethan. What are your thoughts on Elden Ring? So there's a lot to talk about with Elden Ring. I mean, to me, this is 
a once in a generation type of game in terms of console generations, not human generation. You know what I mean? But once in a generation type of game. Um, the 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 idea that this is from Soft's magnum opus, I think, really resonates with me. Uh, this is truly uh, the years of work that they put into refining this type of game style. And they've all they've done here is modernize it and expanded it and perfected it, in my opinion. Now, um, before we get into it, I want to say about, you know, there's talk about how there was expanded accessibility, not with the combat. Don't expect this game to be any easier than any other Souls-type games. This is a difficult game. If you're not into From Software Combat, you're not going to like this game. Uh, it is incredibly difficult still. And there is a vast diversity of creatures and enemies to meet in this world. I think I'm just in the starting area alone. I probably fought 30 different types of creatures. Uh, and that's including about five or six bosses. Uh, so th this game is big. There's a lot to explore. Um, there's a lot of secrets. It's a very dense game. That was one of the worries going into it. I know a lot of the previews, people were saying, what is there to do here? Um, it it kind of looks empty and barren. It is not. Uh, you just have to look. Uh, there is a ton of things to discover. This game is constantly pushing you forward, whether it be in the direction of the, the main objective or just pushing you forward by showing you a secret and saying, hey, go to this cave or there's a statue that says, hey, go to this cave and you'll find some treasure, you know, and there's obviously a lot of lore, a lot of fantasy attached to all this stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, this game continuously keeps you engaged. It rewards you properly. I think for achieving objectives and defeating bosses, it feels incredibly rewarding accomplishing those feats. Uh, and, and yeah, I'm just constantly excited playing it. Uh, you never know what's around the corner with this game. And then the added element of the open world and there kind of being random events here and there and random enemy spawns just really makes it fresh in my opinion, compared to the more linear, you know, dark souls titles. Um, so I, I do think this is the greatest from software game that they've ever come out with. Absolutely. Do I think this is the greatest game of all time? That's subjective to anybody. So I don't know if you could really call it the greatest game of all time. Uh, but it does not surprise me that is the second highest rating rated game of all time. It was the first Breath of the Wild. What was the first? I don't know. <laughs> I only I, saw the I headline that it was the second. I hope it was a, a the, Mass Effect 2. But. <laughs> it's the highest rate on Open Critic. It's the second yeah. on Metacritic. So, um, And and I, I do think it deserves it. It is a complete game, too. That's another thing I want to highlight. I have not run into a single issue, a single snag. It is one of the most polished video games I have played in years. Absolutely zero issues when it comes to online play when it comes to boss battles, when it comes to random encounters, when it comes to objectives and missions, everything works in this game. It is completely finished. I, I, I can't find a, a, a flaw with it uh, in terms of game design and, and actual gameplay. Have you, I don't know, I, I'll bring this up because mm -hmm. we saw Digital Foundry's review or, uh, you know, breakdown of it. And they said that the game constantly drops in performance mode to they said i think it was for, what, 45 to 60 fr frames per second if i remember correctly um that's what they said yeah i mean it might happen during combat and i just don't notice it 
Okay. But I can tell you, I, I personally haven't felt any effects of frame okay. drops. Everything's running very smooth for me. I'm also hardwired into nice fiber optic internet. I don't know if that has anything to do with it because you are constantly online in this game. You can find messages from people laid out across the world, which is an incredible thing just with the community of From Software. People who say that FromSoft community is toxic are wrong uh, because you constantly see messages helping other players out saying even messages just saying you got this keep going you know just stuff like that uh and then you can get invaded at random times by other players um i got invaded right before i came on here and the guy spawned into my game he did a bow which actually taught me an emote <laughs> and then we proceeded to fight uh so it, it's just i don't know there it, it, there's something special about this game it feels almost spiritual playing it i'm, I'm entirely engrossed into what i'm doing and I don't know what's going on in the world around me, even though the world is kind of crazy right now. <laughs> but mm -hmm. this game is really helping me escape from everything that's going on. And uh, for those of you that even for those of you that can tolerate from software gameplay, I highly recommend this game. It is worth it. Uh, it. The combat is not forgiving, like I said, but you feel progression constantly. If you're if you're paying attention and you're learning movesets, and you're trying to actually beat the bosses instead of just trying to run in and slash your sword like other games. Uh, you you feel progression consistently while you're playing. Uh, so very great game. Um, if I had to rate it 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10, whatever our scale is going to be in the future for Project X Talk, this is absolutely deserving of all of the 100% ratings from all the big video game journalists out there. So... Uh, yeah, I'm excited to sink another 80 to 120 hours into this game and probably more because you need to do multiple playthroughs to get all the achievements. So oh, man. <laughs> you need you need three playthroughs because you have to get uh, three different endings. Oh, my God. Okay, well, not that I, I'm probably not going to play it regardless. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I, I'm just not a FromSoft guy. I do have a big FOMO right now of like, you know with all the reviews but i'm gonna I'm throw it over to to tom tom are you getting elden ring what is your impressions reading the reviews seeing the scores how, how you feeling so i am gonna get this game uh i'm probably gonna pick it up tomorrow after work i'll head to gamestop and just get a physical copy and join ethan over there uh i gotta trade in some games dude <laughs> i have a lot of physical games but yeah uh this is a game that, honestly, I wasn't too interested. But after seeing all of the reviews, I was like, okay, this can actually probably satiate what I've wanted for I'm a Souls-like game for a while. Uh, their last game, Sekiro, I did not like it at all. That game had amazing reviews. But I guess the issue that I had with that game is I don't like being locked into like one specific kind of playstyle, And Sekiro did that to me. Where in Bloodborne and the Dark Souls series, I get to choose, like, I know the kind of character I like to play with and just must, like, be a little bit more creative. Uh, and this game just seems to, like, expand on that so much more uh, with all the different secrets you can find. You can just find different weapons, uh, like, in random caves, like uh, Ethan was talking about. And it can just really change your entire build. I want to go in blind as well. Like, I've seen the reviews. Yes, I know what to expect. I am excited to try this game. Uh, if I do get it tomorrow, we'll, we'll probably have some sort of live stream on the channel. Uh, unless you stream it tomorrow, Ethan. I'll be I'll be uh, there with you if you're going <laughs> to live stream it. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I'm excited. I can't, I, wait, I, I can't wait to play it. Uh, as far as like the where it is on the like on the score, like you know, I wasn't expecting it that high. Who was? Uh, whether or not it deserves it, I, that to me is super weird. Uh, I would never expect a From Software game to be that high. Uh, I've been a From Software fan for years. Like I, I played Kingsfield One, Kingsfield Two. Uh, I played Kingsfield Three on the PS2, I believe. That's when that one was out, and those are like their very first games before they even like made uh, Demon Souls. So I, I, I'm, I, I know their brutal style of games, and I love it for the creativity, the exploration, and I know this game is going to offer like everything I want from it. Yeah, I do want to make a point to you talking about how you can consistently change up your build and how doing different things can change how you play the game. One thing that I think is really positive about this game um, is with the addition of the open world, you don't feel like you're locked into a singular area that you can't get past. So if you run into a boss that you just feel like, I can't do this right now, I don't have the energy to fight this guy for a sixth, seventh time, it is super easy to just leave and go do something else. There is so much to do, even in just the starting area in this game, that you never feel pressured to continue fighting over and over and over. Like, for example, I'm at um, one of the first bosses, I think, uh, after the big starting area. And this guy's kicking my butt. I've probably gone through him 20 times. I left, leveled up three times, upgraded my weapon a couple times, fought two minor bosses out in the open world, came back, was able to beat him. Right. Like that's what separates this game, I think, from other from software titles is just that you're able to have that freedom of movement and the freedom Mm -hmm. of choice to be able Mm -hmm. to go out and do whatever you want, make those decisions and play the game how you want to play it. And it's just very special. It really perfects this formula, I believe. Yes, that's awesome. Um, Aman, I want to get your thoughts. Elden Ring. You grab. You're obviously excited. You have the background up. Uh, you 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 grabbing the game tomorrow? Yeah, definitely gonna pick it up this weekend. You know, from software, they they never miss with their games. Like they haven't had a bad game, which I can think of. Dark Souls Two wasn't very well received, but it still wasn't a bad game. Uh, but yeah, from software never misses. Definitely picking it up. Sweet, sweet. So. Uh, like I said, like we said, guys, we might have a live stream. Keep an eye on the channel for that if you want to see some people get uh, frustrated. Uh, anything else on Elden Ring before we move on, guys? That's about it. All right. Well, I hope everyone enjoys it. Sounds like it's going to be a fantastic time. You can all enjoy your 97 rated. I'll be over here with my 67 rated. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same energy. Uh, story number two, guys. This one literally broke t- today, like an hour or so before our show. So, Fallout New Vegas 2 is in early talks at Microsoft. According to Jeff Grubb, Obsidian could very well make a sequel to their beloved RPG, saying, quote, This is very early, but people have begun to have talks and say these words and sentences, and those words are Obsidian and New Vegas 2. A lot of people at Microsoft think that this could work, and there's a lot of interest to make it happen. Another story where it features a game that I don't particularly care for. (laughs) I'm not a Fallout guy. I do know, (laughs) I think the rest of you are Fallout guys. So, uh, Ethan, I'm going to head over to you. 
the possibility we could see a Fallout New Vegas 2 in the future. Not anytime soon, but the talks apparently are happening. Yeah. Uh, obviously, real quick, I do want to answer It's Kyle. Uh, they asked a question in the chat. Um, yes, you oh. can definitely tell George R. R. Martin is involved in this game. Uh, just the sheer amount of characters and the depth of lore tells you that this was written by a professional storyteller. Absolutely agree that George R. R. Martin, he absolutely killed it. Whatever he, however he was involved in Elden Ring, I don't know to the extent that he was involved. I know he wrote a lot of the lore, um, but it, it, a lot of it's been hush-hush. But yes, you can definitely tell that he had his hands in this. Uh, but on to New Vegas to the topic at hand. Um, Fallout New Vegas is my personal favorite Fallout of all time. Uh, I'm a huge Obsidian fan. I think their RPGs are premium RPGs. Um, yeah, this just this is nothing but exciting. Uh, obviously, we don't really know any details yet. We don't know the time period where this is going to be, whether it's a continuation of the story after you defeat Mr. House or who, however you complete that game, because there's probably about 10 different endings in that game. Right. Uh, so there's there's a lot to uh, there's a lot to discover with this new iteration of New Vegas. And I'm really excited to see. I would love to see the return of the NCR and Caesar's Legion and, and all the factions from before. Um, so hopefully they keep it to that. That's my personal want is that we just continue with that uh, classic New Vegas style of gameplay and that classic New Vegas uh, lore. Uh, but if they want to switch it up, I'm cool with that too. I don't mind. But uh, either way, I'm super stoked for it. Yeah, that sounds promising. Uh, if if you get everything you want, uh, Aman, Fallout New Vegas two is this something you'd be interested in? I would I would rather they not make a Fallout New Vegas two, but make it in like a different city or something. You know, okay. Fallout in a different country because it's only ever been limited to the United States. What if we get a Fallout New Tokyo? That would be pretty cool. That Fallout, would be pretty uh, cool. Yeah, so yeah, um, I, I, I would hope they do something uh, a little different, not just in New Vegas too. Maybe a different city within the United States as well. Fall, Fallout New Florida. That could be pretty cool. New well. Florida. <laughs> new Florida. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if anybody wants New Florida. It sounds like you're in line with uh, Polly Baba here in the chat. I absolutely love New Vegas, but honestly, I prefer a new city for the next yeah. Fallout entry. New city or a new country, something we haven't seen before. But that would be cool. Fallout New Berlin. That would be pretty cool. Berlin. <laughs> <sighs> Do Hawaii. It's Kyle. Hawaii. <laughs> all the... uh all play that. Dead Island. Yeah, <laughs> Dead Island. <laughs> Dead Island 2 is still coming out, right? <laughs> yeah, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, Tom, Fallout New Vegas 2. So, I'm of a mod here. I don't think I would really want a New Vegas 2 specifically. I would much rather take a full-on remake of Fallout New Vegas and integrate that into expand on the world and maybe some add some new endgame content. Uh, I think Obsidian should be more focused on building their own titles at this point moving forward. Mm -hmm. I think a remake kind of job, sure, let them they can handle it if they really wanted to. Uh, I mean, they they obviously have the experience with uh, Outer Worlds, you know, being popular and them working on Outer Worlds too. What if they have? They have they're working on three separate games right now, right? Yeah, they have Avowed, The Outer Worlds 2, and then um Grounded. Project Oh, Ground oh, 4, Grounded, and then that um what's that? What's Grounded that? Pentiment. 
Yeah, yeah. The, 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 is that Josh Sawyer's game? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's another one. Um, there's another game in development. I don't think they announced the project yet, but she's she's the one who worked on the Outer Worlds DLC. Okay, yeah, so oh, they're I, busy over there yeah. in Obsidian, no oh, doubt. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, they got their hands full. Like, I don't... Can I... Can they pull it off? Yes, they can pull off a New Vegas 2. Uh, again, either a remake or just a brand new entry to the Fallout franchise I'm happy with in a new city. I don't need it to be in any of the same cities we've done before. Uh, a mom's take was interesting. I wa- How was it in like Japan? Even though Fallout's cultures and lore has pretty much been focused on like the American aspect of it, and that's where all the lore buildup is, it might be interesting to see a different take. Heck, maybe LA. That'd be a fun one too. Yeah. Yeah. I so I think I think my overall thoughts on it is I want them to focus on the projects they currently have in development. Let's get grounded, fully launched, and in a in a state where maybe you can scale. It's already a small team. So, but even scaling that back where it's just like, hey, these few people are gonna work on content updates because the game is basically launched it's in its fully playable state there's no more bugs except the uh, the spiders and the other insects um but then you know get avowed out the door get the outer worlds 2 out the door which even those that's looking at like 2024 2025 right it's those 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 titles are a few years out even now so i think this is a move where they're like hey bethesda game studio is putting Starfield out this year. Then they're doing Elder Scrolls Six in like 2027, and then they don't want a Fallout game to be waiting until 2031. Yeah, I think I think this is literally just the move to try to get it. So let's give fans something that they they really want, a team that is capable of doing it, and that maybe they could get it outside out alongside Elder Scrolls. Yeah, that that's one of the points I was gonna make. I really think this is Xbox using its chess pieces here and saying, okay, we could do a Fallout game and let Bethesda focus on Elder Scrolls 6 because we know Elder Scrolls 6 is going to be a legendary launch. We have to have it go perfectly. Let them focus on that. We'll give Obsidian a Fallout project because they've done it before and they've done it well um, and it was very well received. Now, in terms of Fallout New Vegas 2, this game's probably not going to be coming out until very later i'm sure obsidian will be free i'm sure they haven't even started on any sort of development for this game this is probably all concept i'm sure art Mm -hmm. is just now being drawn up for it stuff like that uh so obsidian probably not allocating much resources to this they're going to finish up grounded they're going to finish up outer worlds too they're going to finish up avowed well before they start developing this game so this could be just their kind of next step after this you know a handful of games that we're going to be getting from them over the next three or four years Wait, did it say that Obsidian is going to be working on it? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's the rumor is that okay. Obsidian is going to work. No, because In Exile could also be working on it. You know, they they also make RPGs. According to Jeff Grubb, the discussion. Yeah, if In Exile worked on it, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. I don't know if Xbox or well, I don't know if Bethesda would trust any other studio to touch either the Fallout hmm. or the yeah. Elder Scrolls IP. Besides, I mean, Obsidian. did it In Exile weren't they the original developers of Fallout? Yeah, but Fallout One and Two are nothing like They're Fallout completely different. Three. Yeah, four. but if they made a new Fallout title, like, and they did it in like that old school aspect, I think fans will still appreciate that. I would love it. I liked Wasteland, and I like the old Fallout games for like One and Two. I, I wouldn't mind them seeing like a new I mean, modernized it, version it, of that. 
trust me, it would be cool, but I mean, in reality, it's it's not on the same level of like a Fallout Four release. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's no, but it also be quicker to develop leagues. It, it would, would be quick. Yeah, yeah like honestly, a spinoff. They could do like a spinoff. Yeah. They what they should do is do a one and two remastered package mm-hmm. and throw it on Game Pass. To get right to get there. people <laughs> primed, and if that does well, then maybe they can do yeah. some sort of like Fallout cast the fishing line, see yeah, if yeah, people yeah. bite. Absolutely. I mean, we we've seen it. We've seen it a few times now where they put out remasters, Crisis remastered. Now Crisis Four is coming. Like it, it's not a uncommon business practice to put out right. remasters of your old games. Crash Bandicoot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so. More to come on that, hopefully. Definitely not anytime soon, though. Story number three. There's going to be no Call of Duty next year. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Um, (laughs) No. (laughs) So this comes from Tom Henderson, just to piss off Jason Schreier. Uh, Activision Blizzard is set to delay the Call of Duty game plan for 2023. This will be the first time in 20 years that there will not be an annual installment of the franchise. This decision is apparently not related to the pending acquisition by Microsoft, but executives within Activision Blizzard feel that Vanguard did not meet expectations and that they may be putting them out too quickly. New content is expected to come to Warzone along with different projects to fill the gap next holiday. All I can say is, duh, how long has everyone been telling you this, Activision? I... I I don't I don't know what it takes for you to get through your head. Like apparently you got it now, but this is this is the most obvious thing. Everyone, your fans knew it, every other studio knew it. Your own studios probably knew it, but they can't do anything because you got Bobby Kodak up there being like, I'm gonna kill you if you don't make Call of Duty. So Well, the problem is is that with those yearly releases, they were still making buku money. You know, it wasn't until Vanguard where they started looking at it and going oh, okay, you know, we're starting to not lose money, but, you know, we're getting less than we normally do. And part of that is shooting yourself in the foot with Warzone because a lot of the Warzone players aren't going to go play the regular Call of Duties, and they're going to go, I don't need to buy another $60 COD. I can just keep playing Warzone for the rest of my life. So that's partially their fault. Uh, But at the same time, um, yeah, I mean, everyone knew that it's hard because business-wise, putting out a yearly cod was killing it for him. It was doing great. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it wasn't until this year where they started seeing effects. So, you know, I don't know they got bought by Xbox. They have a bit of moral clarity now. And uh, I'm really hoping we start to see some quality call of duty titles again, because I miss the days of modern warfare two and black ops. So let's just get some good cods in. I want some good first person shooters. It's Kyle says they're learning what Ubisoft learned with Assassin's Creed years ago. Fair point. Well, Assassin's Creed didn't have the growing pains, though. They were quick to make those changes. You know, well, Call yeah, of Duty's been suffering through this for a while. Yeah, but when you, I, th- I think the 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 main point is like Assassin's. Everyone had fatigue from Assassin's right. Creed, and then they started taking years off, and now the game quality has improved significantly. Right. So, but has it though? Fall hasn't it? Has it really? I, I love Valhalla. <laughs> Absolutely had a blast with it. So I don't know. I don't like any of them. I didn't like the first one. So don't ask me. <sighs> Tripping. No. <laughs> Call of Duty though, Tom. Uh I've been like saying this for a long time that they should spread out the releases and let the games, which already have a lot of content, they can 
put more content out uh, on a a year-to-year basis and keep the players engaged. I don't think we need a new Call of Duty every year, so I'm not mad about this at all, Uh, especially with, like, Warzone. Uh, The next Call of Duty game is supposed to come out with, like, Warzone 2, uh, their next Battle Royale game. And one of the issues I had with Warzone is after the yearly release of the Call of Duty, when Black Ops uh, Cold War came out and uh, then Vanguard, it completely changes the meta of the game because they're adding like a brand new arsenal of guns into into Warzone each and every time, and it just completely changes the game. Where, you know, in a battle royale game, yeah, you should have consistent updates and new new weapons added, but that's some of those updates are just way too massive for it. Uh, and Modern Warfare being like their premier franchise. Uh, it deserves as much breathing room as possible, as much content updates as possible. You know the campaign is going to be great eventually when, it's, when that game does drop. And I feel like it's every other studio besides Infinity Ward that specifically struggles with Call of Duty. They do need that extra time for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, I just, I, I said it in the chat. I don't understand why Warzone isn't just the only Call of Duty multiplayer and then they just put out single player DLC packs because what is the, I, I, I've never got why they put out other Call of Duty games. Basically, you're competing against yourself, right? Sort of, because the Warzone specifically only the Battle Royale portion. You don't get Team Deathmatch, Search and Destroy, none of the like the core multiplayer games. You right. get that from the actual $60 or $70 game that you buy at the store. Gotcha, gotcha. And, and you know, part of the yearly releases, too, was trying to keep your name in the news cycle consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was another big part of this is because everyone knows COD. So as long as COD is always in the Game Awards, always showcasing new trailers with E3, you know, always being talked about, you're going to have people buying your game. So that was another one of the reasons why I think they moved to a yearly release. And, uh, you know, I, 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 this is exciting because this to me is the first sign of the trend of Activision Studios being... There's a train going on somewhere. No. <laughs> Act- <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> of <Activision>. the train. <laughs> Activision Studios actually becoming part of the Xbox family and starting to produce quality games again. Uh, so this is the first casualty, good casualty in this scenario. Um, mm-hmm. So super excited to see where it goes from here. Uh, yeah, and I want to just also sorry. touch on like... Yeah, yeah, go for it. Like this biannual strategy that they'll have going for them. All those support studios they have, they won't need those support studios. Toys for Bobs can make their own damn games again. That's what I was I think that should be the highlight here because they have so much extra time. They can make a Spyro game. Yeah. It'll come Toys for Bob, Beanox, Raven Software, they can start making their games again. You know, like it's gonna be a good generation of games. That's all I gotta say. That's gonna be great. great. And like you can have Infinity Ward, Treyarch focus on their mainline Call of Duty, Black Ops, and Modern Warfare games. So yeah, I think that's probably the main takeaway from this. Even another thing we're, we haven't really touched on is once they're under the Microsoft umbrella, which Microsoft doesn't have anything to do with this decision, but once they're under that umbrella, they can then, the the Call of Duty support studios, hey, maybe we're going to go work with id and make Quake, yeah. or we're going to yeah. go work on Doom, yeah. or whatever, like whatever Hex they want. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. There's so much IP now in the Microsoft family that it doesn't even have to be an Activision property. Like they can, they can assist, they can make their own. And I think it'd be great for everyone. I think it's a win-win um, if Call of Duty stops seeing annual releases because Warzone, I think is plenty enough. It's, I have a question. I don't know if any of you know, but compared to Warzone, do the new, do the annual releases see more engagement like compared to Warzone? Is the multiplayer on those the, new releases bigger? No. No. There's the thing no is, way. like when you get war when you get the new uh, game, you get some extra content on Warzone as well. Mm-hmm. So you get like new skins and stuff. So that's when that's where people go and buy mm-hmm. the $60 game as well. Gotcha. I think like at the beginning when Warzone first dropped there was still more activity in Advanced Warfare. I think that was the Call of Duty where Warzone first came out. There was still more activity in Advanced Warfare. Uh, Modern Warfare, the first Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare, you're right. Uh, And then once, I think it was once Black Ops Cold War came out is when you saw the mainline Call of Duty games start to plummet while everyone was just sticking with Warzone because they knew the product, they knew it was quality, and they liked the gameplay of it, so they just wanted to stick with it. Exactly. Gotcha, okay. All right. Well, I think I think we're all in agreement there. That's great news. Uh, hopefully, we'll see some better games, uh, Call of Duty and non-Call of Duty. Move into some quick two two quick stories here. Um, story number four: Square Enix is disappointed in the performance of another one of their studios. Guys, this time it's Idols Montreal with Guardians of the Galaxy. This comes from Chris Skolian at Video Game Chronicle. Yosuke Matsuda stated that the game hasn't sold as well as hoped, even though it reviewed well, saying, quote, despite strong reviews, the game sales launch at undershot our initial expectations. However, sales initiatives that we kicked off in November 2021 and continued in the new year have resulted in growth. This is the second time in recent memory that Square Enix has expressed disappointment in a Marvel property from one of their studios, the other one obviously being Crystal Dynamics Marvel Avengers. And I just got to say, I'll, I'll open it up afterwards, but Square, you're getting a, a I would not want to work for Square Enix right now at, at one of their American side, uh, North American studios, because it seems like no matter what they do, the other the other side isn't going to be happy with them. They're constantly getting crapped on for not meeting sales expectations, for not delivering the game that they didn't want to make in the first place. It's 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 just a little ridiculous. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, by all accounts, is a fantastic game. I haven't played it. Uh, I've only seen the reviews. I know what everyone has told me that it's amazing, and that I I probably should have grabbed it when it was on sale for twenty dollars on on Black Friday. But um, I'll, I'll get it eventually because the reviews have have got me interested. And I just find it hard to believe that the amount this game has been on sale, which they say it has improved the sales numbers. But what did you expect? You put out Avengers and put everyone off from your Marvel property. And then you're like, hey, nobody's <laughs> nobody's going to be worried about another Marvel property from us. They're, it's going to be fine. Like, you clearly set your expectations too high. Did you think everyone just forgot? I don't understand. Yeah, that that is exactly my point. That's exactly, you took the words out of my mouth. Uh, the fact that they would think a Marvel title coming from them would do well, no matter what name you attach to it, would do good, is ridiculous. You absolutely betrayed our trust with Marvel's Avengers. Uh, You made an absolutely garbage game, and then you threw the studio that made it under the bus, even though they didn't want to make the damn game. Uh, And 
you're gonna all of a sudden think that everyone's gonna flock to buy your next Marvel title. It's it's just absolutely incredible. Uh, you know, it, it's just a, a continuous trend with Square Enix that they're very out of touch with reality. Uh, I don't know what their workplace culture is like, but they 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 really are just out of touch with the reality. They're out of touch with the consumer. They're out of touch with their own developers, uh, which is just it's really bad and it's really sad because they pump out some their developers pump out incredible video games uh a, a scarlet nexus last year was square enix published no right bandai, Nam- bandai namco oh, okay never mind then, Ta- then uh, I- final fantasy 7 is <laughs> square final enix. fantasy 7 remake was square enix yes yes they own all okay. final fantasy so yeah they you know they're they're pumping out quality content and it just seems the big overlords at square enix are just very out of touch and it's really sad um but Guardians of the Galaxy deserves a lot more praise. They should not be criticizing one of their best titles in the last couple of years. Uh, this was an incredible video game. Um, it's it's just sad to see. You shouldn't have any negativity towards your games in these press releases, especially when they're hitting successfully like this. Um, so, you know, hopefully they clean up their act. Hopefully the developers push back on them. I, I doubt it's going to happen. It's toxic. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aman, what do you what do you make of the situation? So Guardians of the Galaxy was a great game. Like uh, the game was so good that I actually fell in love with those characters more than the MCU versions. Yes, so, yeah. yes. So like the, that's how good that game was. I really enjoyed it. And like I have a feeling Square is just trying to sell off their American division or their North American division. We've heard there that. were rumors of it. There were rumors of it like a couple of years ago. And like the amount of times they constantly keep throwing them under the bus, it's just that yeah, doesn't like, make me think they want to sell it though. If they're selling, if they're throwing them under the bus, they're devaluing the product. It just it it makes such little business sense to me to be yeah, talking smack about their own developers. Like even if they were wanting to sell it, it still doesn't make sense. I I just it's mind boggling to me. Mm-hmm. For sure, Tom, you got something to add? I think they're just looking at the Marvel franchise and they're just expecting buku money from it. But they don't realize that the Marvel franchise is popular in the MCU aspect because they made quality movies, which has not really been proven on the gaming side besides like Spider-Man. And yeah, they have to come up with quality games. They messed up on the Marvel Avengers game. Uh, Obviously, this game was good, apparently according to all the reviews. I didn't buy it. I don't plan on buying it, but I mean, I really just hope this doesn't deter them all away from just, you know, stopping developing Marvel titles mm-hmm. because there's a lot to explore there. They just really need to, one, have better marketing. Because, one, when I thought this, when I heard this game was coming out, I thought it was another live service game. Yeah, me too. And I was like, I don't want this because Avengers. So. They needed to push that narrative more because I'm sure there was people who bought like were interested but were burned from the last game and they didn't know what they were going into. A hundred percent, and it, it didn't help in my opinion that Avengers came to Game Pass like shortly before the game released, and then I played Avengers and I was like, story is average at best, and then everything else is bad. I I don't want more of this. No, thank you. It's going to be a pass for me, Square. Um, but Pyro makes it Pyro in the chat makes a good point. Near Automata, Outriders, Avengers, and Guardians of the Galaxy all were said to not meet expectations and they refused to pay staff in the last few years. 
I didn't know about the the refusing to pay, but they they I forgot they did call out uh, People Can Fly in the performance of uh, Outriders too, which was on Game Pass and did very well on Game Pass. And you made that deal to put it on Game Pass, so don't complain about sales if you give the game away to all of one platform for free. Like I can't, I can't with Square Enix. They're 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 getting on my. If you if you want more sales, Square Enix, give us Final Fantasy VII remake on Xbox. That'll get you some sales. Yeah, they are the Japanese EA. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. <laughs> they're they're frustrating. I love I love their games, but they are incredibly frustrating. All right, guys. Last story. It's going to be a very quick one. I'm just just going to touch on it. Um, could Stalker Two be in trouble? So this was tweeted from the official Stalker account, which comes from GSC Game World, which is a Ukrainian developer. And I'm just saying because they tweeted, as of today, the Russian Federation has officially declared war on Ukraine. Our country woke up with sounds of explosions and weapon fire, but is ready to defend its freedom and independence for it remains strong and ready for anything. The future is unknown, but we hope for the best are ever sure of our armed forces and our belief in Ukraine. We thus address all our colleagues in the gaming industry, players, bloggers, or anyone who sees this in their newsfeed share this, do not stand aside and help those in need a link to a special aid account to support Ukrainian armed forces is in their Twitter description. If you want to support them in this horrible atrocity that Russia is impacting upon them, please head over there and do so. It's an FYI. I wanted to bring it up because Stalker 2 is set to come out from them at the end of the year. But I think with everything going on and the bigger picture, um, it might be reasonable to expect that game not to make it this year yeah i think that's very reasonable this is an issue that's bigger than any video game um it's obviously really sad what we're seeing right now out of ukraine there's a there's a lot of video game developers in ukraine you might not think it you know eastern europe pumps out a lot of video games uh which is interesting to think of but uh yeah obviously not worried about this game. I'm worried about the devs. I'm worried about the citizens of Ukraine that are that are stuck there, that can't get out of their borders, that have Russian tanks descending in their backyards. They are a peaceful, democratic nation. It is very sad to see war in Europe like this. Um, and, it, you know, it just goes to show that no matter what passion you have, no matter what industry you're a part of, no matter what, you know, thing you pay attention to, this is going to affect your life and you need to pay attention to it. And it's important to pay attention to it. Everyone should be fully understanding what is going on right now in Eastern Europe and, uh, and, and just educate yourself on what's happening and, uh, you know, do what you can to support. I don't know if donating to the Ukrainian military is the right choice because honestly, they're probably going to be steamrolled in the next two weeks. Let's be real here. Uh, it's sad to say, but that's what's going to happen. Um, but any way you can, try and support, donate to humanitarian efforts. I know there's a lot of humanitarian efforts through the United Nations right now. There's going to be a refugee crisis in, in Europe. That's a guarantee. You're going to see hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of refugees. This is a nation of 40 million people. You're going to see a huge humanitarian crisis in Europe. People trying to flee the country. Donate to causes. Even if it's five bucks, 10 bucks, you know, I'm not the wealthiest person in the world, so I can't afford to donate that much, but I'm going to be donating what I can uh, to, to try and help feed these people, house these people, uh, because they're victims 
of an autocrat that just wants to conquer the world, an evil autocrat. Uh, so fully condemn this action by Putin. Not that my condemnation matters. I'm just a podcaster. But, you know, we all have to be unified in this and in saying that this is wrong and disgusting. And, and hopefully it ends soon. I don't know if it will, but hopefully it does. Anyone got anything else to add? It's kind of a, a heavy subject. I just wanted to bring it up. I do more just on the gaming side of it. Okay. Um, I really just, I really just hope that this, yeah, I really just hope that all of their work doesn't go to waste because Mm -hmm. of someone else. So we know this game was supposed to come out. Was it this month? Uh, It was supposed to come out this month. April, I believe was the original date. Okay. So we know the game can't be too far off development. So I'm really hoping that, you know, I know it's going to be a stressful ass situation for them. Uh, hopefully, they can push through. Uh, you know, just not let all their work go into just into nothingness. Um, if they have to give the game up to another studio to like help polish it off and finish it up that way, and you know, let them worry about them their own lives and their families, because I know they're not going to want to be there either. But just so they know, like the fruits of their labor, just didn't go to waste and it wasn't they didn't waste x like what three five years on however long they were working on this game just let it just go to nothing Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah absolutely well we will see how things pan out um but i just want to let everyone know maybe don't expect stalker 2 despite the release date we'll see what happens but guys we're gonna we're gonna lighten it back up that's all the news we got for this week but we do have the return of our very fun segment do you even game bro this is exciting i'm so excited to do this (laughs) so uh this is ethan's first ever do you even game bro and uh spoilers it's it's jeopardy um and we normally have a topic and this week we are doing activision blizzard uh with the pending acquisition thought it'd be fun i came up with the board so i'm gonna i'm gonna have them pick and they're going to try to answer my questions about Activision Blizzard. So the categories this week are Activision games, Blizzard games, Call of Duty. Yes, Call of Duty gets its own category. Studios, and then miscellaneous. So Ethan is our first one. He's off camera right now, uh, but he's back. Uh, Ethan, it's your very first one, so you're going to get the honor of going first. So please tell me where you would like to go. Okay, so... Not going to lie. Probably going to do awful in this. <laughs> you know, I don't have like crazy amounts of experience with Activision. So I made the uh, questions easier, guys. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to go with what I think I know the most, and I'm going to just do a safe bet. I'm just going to get some quick points. Let's do Call of Duty for 100. 100. Okay. Who developed the first Call of Duty? <laughs> oh, no. Just dead what was that looking Come on. You said these were easy. This is Ugh. easy. That is easy. That, that is easy. game. That game was made when I was probably still in diapers, <laughs> and I'd never played it in my life. Um, the first Call of Duty. Too free um, um, If I had to hazard a guess, Activision proper, straight Activision. I don't know. That's my best guess. Can I steal this? Yeah, no, you I can't steal. steal. I wanna, you I can't wanna, steal. I want to steal. 
Infinity yes. War. Yes. Infinity Jeopardy. War. That's not Jeopardy. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna no, we're not we're not stealing this one, but is uh, it Infinity War? <laughs> it is Infinity War. No, I get the point. See, I, I didn't know they no, were. No, no, we're not we're not stealing. we're not I said it no, I said it to him on. You, no, you I both, said it first though. Listen, you both points. Yeah, you said it before I, I agreed. What is Treyarch said, Pyro? No, it's Infinity War, unfortunately. Uh, oh yeah, okay. we have to answer what is. No, you don't. You know, yeah, you I know. did. Yeah, we do. Okay. <laughs> Reed Sheldon, RIP. Honor um, to him. Let's oh do it. Oh my god, it's already chaos here. Aman, please <laughs> pick some, the category you would like. You're muted. Let me know. I would go for Call of Duty 300. All right. All right. Wow. Prior to Vanguard's release, what was the lowest rated Call of Duty game per Metacritic? I will accept one of three answers. Yeah, I know this one. <laughs> all three. Wow. Okay. Um, <clears throat> God, Kevin, fuck you. Um, is this is a PG show. It's Call of... So I get three. I get to say three answers, right? Uh, if you well, you only need to get one of the three. Okay. So uh, is give, it Call give of Duty me Black Ops Four. Black Ops. What is what is Black Ops Four? What's the official title of Black Ops? It's 4? called Black Ops Four. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Well, I don't have Black Ops Four written down, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. Um, if okay, since there's three and nobody got one, all right, I will give. 100 points if either of you can name one. I'm going to say Big World Red Team. You're both wrong. Nobody gets the points. Big wrong. Red One isn't one of the worst rated? Oh, if any war was really low. should have said wow, Ghost. Cold that war? was my other one. Yeah, Cold, Cold War. Cold War? Cold war? Yeah. Oh my God, I, I was thinking know. either World War II or Advanced Warfare. Jeez. Yeah. Court, Court Lalonde got it. Ghost. He knew. He knew. Ghost oh, was Ghost was trash. Ghost was trash. Ghost was the last one I played, so wow. nobody's on the board. We go to Tom. Call of Duty 500. Oh, we're just going COD all day. <laughs> what was the slang for the grenade launcher attachment popularized in modern world? Noob How is this a 500? I want you to know. be the 100 one. Come on. Listen, listen. Okay, listen. I want you to, you guys have played this multiple times now. You know, I will occasionally put an easy one at the 500 <laughs> just to mess with you. It's oh, not my so fault. That's what it is. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. We go back to Ethan. What are you going uh, with? I'm hoping for an, a, like a wow question, like an easy wow question. So let's do Blizzard for 200. Competitor Blitz Chung was banned from what game for showing support to Hong Kong protesters in 2019-2020? Um, uh, League of Legends. I don't know. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, League of Legends. That is I don't incorrect. know. I want to see it. Can I see it? I don't watch esports no, ever. I'm, like I'm only, zero. I'm only giving steals for when there's multiple answers. Otherwise, it's not I wow. how am I gonna pick between you two? <laughs> you know, it's, it's I don't watch Starcraft esports. <laughs> It's not StarCraft. It's Overwatch, right? No, you're all wrong. It's Hearthstone. Oh, Hearthstone, oh. yes. It was Hearthstone. I remember that. 
Thank you, Pyro. Starcraft is all what it was. It made, that one at least made sense. That one made sense at least. League of Legends? That's Riot. League of Legends. <laughs> like, I know. I don't care. I don't play those games. Uh, sorry, guys. It's not Overwatch. Uh, all right. We're, Aman, we're going to you. Apparently, this is a lot more difficult than I thought it was. Let's try to get you on the board here. Okay, I'll go Activision 300. All right, all right. Spyro was originally developed by what studio? Was it Beanox? No. Oh, God. I don't know, Raven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The correct answer is Insomniac Games. Insomniac? Whoa. Yeah. Spyro and that. Crash were originally PlayStation mascots. Damn, I did not know that. Oh, Spyro was a PS mascot. Wow, I forgot about Tom. that. Tom. You are currently in the lead with 500. Please <laughs> get some more points. Yeah, I didn't know what new tube was. Give me uh, a miscellaneous break. 300. What entity filed a suit alleging sexual harassment, employment discrimination, and retaliation against Activision Blizzard in July 2021? I want you to know this is the hardest question on the quiz, in my opinion. God, there was a couple. They had a couple. Just Department of Justice. Nope. Nope. Not what I was, not what I was That's all for. I got. The Is California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. Oh, okay. Like, like I said, hardest one but on the court. Was Weren't they being investigated by the well, Department why, of Justice? That's why I said July. To, that, was the, that was the first one. I just wanted that one. All right. Oh, boy. Okay. We got to read the question. All right, uh, Ethan, God please get on the board. You guys are killing I'm getting, me. I'm getting embarrassed here. Um, what is California, Pyro says? Thank you. Thank you, Pyro. Let's do... I, I'm not sure what studios means. That's pretty obscure. So let's do studios for 200. It means Activision Studios. Oh, yeah. This studio is located in Albany, New York. Who cares about Albany? Nobody likes Albany. How dare you? Whoa! <laughs> Nobody How likes Albany. You? Oh, my gosh. What Upstate New York isn't real New York. So what Activision <laughs> Blizzard... How dare you, good sir. <laughs> what Activision Blizzard studio is located in Albany? Uh, <laughs> Treyarch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the correct answer is Vicarious Visions. Vicarious, okay. Wait, don't they not hey, exist they're, they're anymore? They're not a studio anymore. They are a studio. You oh, Google yeah, them. They have a website. No, 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 no. They have a website. They have <laughs> a Twitter. Man. They are a studio. They're a support. He's guy. kidding. They have Twitter. He says. <laughs> Upstate New York is the only <laughs> real part of New York. They're still, they're still alive. <laughs> All right, Aman, your pathetic attempts. Please get some points. All right, let's go for uh, Activision <laughs> Games 200. What console did Tony Hawk's Pro Skater debut on? God, oh, he's too young for this. The is it the P? Is the PS two? It is the PS one. Oh, you guys are straight killing me. Here. I knew that one, Kev. <laughs> Come on. We're going to find out what Tom knows while we try to get some more points. Activision 400. Oh. 
What was the last Spider-Man Spider -Man 2. Game? Amazing Spider-Man 2. Tom. Tom. You got it right. Oh. <laughs> I'm so proud. This is... I thought these were going to be easy. These are easy. That was easy. <laughs> that okay, was that easy. one was easy, but <laughs> Tom got all the easy ones. No, you guys are not <laughs> easy ones. Tom got all the easy ones. Okay, Ethan, we're back to you. Oh, boy. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's do uh, miscellaneous for 500. Wow, big boy here. Oh, boy. This company merged with Activision in 2007 in a deal worth $18.8 billion, but would later have its majority shares bought out by Activision Blizzard in 2013. King. That is incorrect. I don't know. <laughs> it's Bungie, right? I just no. read about this too. Bungie was never bought by no. them, was it? The correct answer is Vivendi. Vivendi. Who the hell is that? <laughs> this is the first time I'm hearing it. They were big. They tried to buy Ubisoft. <laughs> All right, I'm on. This is a truly shocking display. <laughs> um, let's go. Activision Games 500. This live action Nickelodeon TV show had a video game developed by Blitz Games and published by Activision in 2009. So what live action Nickelodeon show do you think got a game in 2009? If you don't know it, <laughs> I think uh, I might know this one. Live action, live. So think of Nickelodeon shows where there were real people on the screen. <laughs> live action. Ah, uh, this is a hard I one. I think I might know this. One. I don't know. I have no idea. Can I can I try and shoot a guess? Yeah, no, make make a guess, dude. Make a guess. Yeah, I'm gonna open it up. I'm gonna open it up. Was it iCarly? It is iCarly. <gasps> I got it right. <laughs> Out of all the questions oh, I can get, right. had a I didn't even know iCarly had a game. What the hell? It Here's a shocker. iCarly. Good job, Ethan. Welcome to I the board. iCarly had multiple games. Yeah, I know they what? had. I remember them having a bunch of video games, so I'm just like, what? that's got to be it. Right? I really tried to help you with the <laughs> 2009 and live action. I was like, all right, what show uh, was popular then? Okay, yeah, well, Ethan, Ethan, on the board, <laughs> on the board, not the way you wanted, but no, <laughs> Tom, yeah, it, it works. Uh, Blizzard Games 300. Excuse me, sorry. The name of the genetically engineered gorilla in Overwatch and the cat from New Girl. Wait, you want both of them? No, they're the same. They have the same name. It's a joke. Oh, okay. Uh, they they have the, the same name. What was the gorilla's name? Gosh. Don't be Googling. I, I hear clicking over there, Amon. My yeah, hands are like here, it. but yeah. <laughs> Jeez, what the heck was the name? Gorilla. Gorilla. Dude, when I think Gorilla, I'm just thinking Gorilla Grog from DC. And I know that's not it. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is Donkey Kong? <laughs> Preston? Ooh, so I'm just going to guess Preston. So close. His name is Winston. Uh, okay. Oh, my gosh. I knew it was something oh, like wow. that. 
So close. All right, Ethan. All right. I'm going to I'm going to stay away from miscellaneous. There's no way I'm getting any of those. Let's do um Let's do Blizzard for 100. This action RPG was released June 29th, 2000. Action RPG from Blizzard in 2000. Yes. God, I was June 29th, I was two and a half years old. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't even born, bro. Uh, wow. That's not... I can't even think of an action RPG by Blizzard. Honest to God. I just know them as MMO and RTS. That's all I know them as. You're, yeah, someone's going to have to... Can I, steal this? Can I steal this? Bro. Can I please steal this? Yeah, bro. go ahead. I'm, I'm not going to this. Oh, it's incorrect. Diablo? Yeah, Although no, Tom, Diablo came after Diablo 2. Diablo 2. Oh, no, Thank no, you no, very no. much. Wait, no. Diablo 2 came out in 2000? That's how old that game is? Yeah. Yeah. I had that's, zero. You have to remember, the, that's why Resurrection was coming out for like the big, big anniversary. The, the, the 20th anniversary. This, this game is rigged for boomers. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were. I thought you were older, by the way. Yeah, no, I thought I'm you were being like Kevin's age. I'm 24. I'm, <laughs> Listen, I'm all I know is that. maybe, maybe don't play Monarch if you can't figure these ones out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we are on to Amon. Oh wait, no, who did Ethan just? Ethan just went. Yeah, Amon. That's Amon. Yeah, because Ethan picked that one. So Amon, right. please get on the board. <laughs> Call of Duty 400. What is the best-selling Call of Duty game? Bonus 200 if you guess how many copies to the closest million. So just tell me what's the best-selling Call of Duty. Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, that's my guess, too. Or could it be Black Ops 1? Guys. I'm going to go with Modern Warfare 2. MW2. Oh, no, it's Modern Warfare 1, isn't it? Guys. Tell me. How oh, is it World at War? Is it Black Ops 3? It's just Black Ops. It is Black Ops 1. I didn't put it down here, actually. <laughs> but I just Googled it. It's Black Ops. <laughs> I have the number. I put the number down. I knew it was game. in that era. One yeah, yeah. of those four. Yeah, you, were, you guys were so close. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, okay. Tom. <laughs> Let's get Call of Duty off the board. Yeah. Pyro says Modern Warfare sold 34 million. That's not the list I found. I that's not the list I found. There's always a little discrepancy. I might take sales numbers out of it because there's always sites that report different things. The first line on Google is the, is the word of God. All right. There you go. <laughs> uh, Tom, what, what, what are you going Call of Duty buddy? 200. All right. Name the four main developers that make Call of Duty. Infinity yeah. Ward, Treyarch, Tom Raven. the easiest questions. This is so not fair. Uh, you guys can so pick them too. I don't, actually, I, I, I don't know if I know the fourth. I'm thinking about this. Infinity Ward, Treyarch, Raven, Sledgehammer. Yeah. <sighs> yeah <dude>. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Great job, buddy. I'm proud of you. <laughs> uh, Ethan, we cycle back around. I got to throw a Hail Mary here. We're going to do Studios 500. 
Studios, 500. Plot twist, not an Activision studio, but an Activision published. But Activision published this studio's 2019 Game of the Year winner. What was 2019's Game of the Year? I know, I know, I know. Hold on, hold on. Shush. No, 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 no. Let him think. We're not stealing this one. There's not multiple answers. So we had It Takes Two this year. Last year. Last year was. Let him think. I don't know. Nine. Eight. Seven. Get out of here, Mom. Hold on. I can't think. Oh, I Come know on, what the game of the year was. Side. Let me answer. 2019. Because I know the nominations were Outer Worlds. Let me answer. Oh, it wasn't Outer Worlds, so it's not Obsidian. Let me answer. Damn it. Oh, I Settle down, Amon. Let me answer. Oh, I know what this is, too. I literally was watching the 2019 Game of the Awards like, reaction from Kind of Funny like four days ago. Oh, I let me answer. Oh, was it Last of Us 2 or Last of Us 1 was 2019? No, that was 2020. 2020 was Last of Us 2, I believe. You had me answer. I'm getting there. I got I got 2021. I it's got 2020. It's from Software Sekiro. Wow. Sekiro won in 2019? It is. Oh, they did. I'm not giving you points, Sekiro. though. Oh, Why? Because I said you can't steal it. There's only one answer. Tom knew it too. How is it fair if I let it, you steal it? Not I knew it too. I said it first. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, you said I could was not remember. I was on deployment. I have a reason for not knowing what the hell happened in 2019. Give me a all right, Amon. Guess you can get some points here. You can get some points. You're still in it. You can still win. All right. Um, Blizzard Games. No, actually, Studios 400. This team developed a Deadpool, unfortunately. <laughs> he knows this. He is loves it, the Deadpool. Better game. know it. I put it in here for you. Years. Talked about this last week. Is it? Is it Raven? No, it's not. It's Beanox. It's Beanox. Not Beanox. Who is it then? You had mentioned what studio it was too last week. I don't. Oh, I when when we were doing the I tier moon. list. I put it in here. Yeah, did it during the I watched. I, I watched that video, dude. Just just Monday, I watched it. I literally put it in there because he said it on the video last week, and I was like, if Amon gets this, he's he, he's gonna know it, and if he doesn't, then it's gonna be funny. <laughs> Blizzard Games five hundred. Oh God. What was the first game Blizzard developed under the name oh. Blizzard Entertainment? Sounds a little hard. Under Blizzard Entertainment. Yeah. So they were they they published Warcraft three games. Two. No, it is not. It is the death and return of Superman. I didn't know they made that game. Wow, they made yeah. a lot of garbage back in the day, guys. Not gar. I don't know, bro. Superman games were bad. <laughs> they don't even don't you start. <laughs> you didn't live through Superman sixty four, all right? You yeah, were... <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> Good uh, God, Ethan. Hey, I'm on. How's your points looking, buddy? <laughs> hey, the only reason I'm on the board is because I watched Nickelodeon back in the day. So <laughs> uh, let's do uh, studios for 300. All right. This studio developed Singularity in 2010. <laughs> oh, you piece of garbage. <laughs> Mr. Physical <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Raven. No points for this. 
<laughs> no points for this. Nah, he, this. he said he can't no. Google it. He, he owns it. It's not him. He owns the money. No, come on. This is so unfair. This is why no, I own physical copies. Give me those points. This is so unfair. Bro, you could have four hundred. Hold on. I'm not faking How could How could you predict that I would have a physical copy of Singularity? Okay. I didn't know you did. Look at this beautiful thing right here. Wonderful video game. <laughs> this, oh my god! Uh, Kyle says uh, it's Kyle says give him the points. Chat's always Thank right. You, Kyle. No, Thank you. no, don't give him the points. Too late, buddy. Oh my bro. This is Amon. so unfair. Uh, okay, well, you got some. It's, you could still win. Maybe I, I haven't done the math, but you know, probably have to go for one of these four hundred. All right, let's go Blizzard Games four hundred. Ooh, okay, all right. What is the name of the fourth World of Warcraft expansion? <laughs> I don't know. Starcraft? I don't know. What'd you say? Starcraft? I no, don't know. Hold on. Fuck out of here. Can I steal? No, I don't know. I haven't been letting a mod steal one. There's, you can guess just for was fun. It, was it the panda one? The panda it, world? It was the yeah, panda Yeah, it was. Oh, there, yeah. There, yeah. I knew it. Oh, I yeah. love it. Q. Aw, oh, pandas. Love um, pandas. Tom? Your turn. Uh, Activision Games 100. This character originally created by Naughty Dog. Bro, Tom is getting the easiest questions. Then pick them. You can pick them too. He's getting the easiest questions. questions. He's so salty every (laughs) single time we do Jack. Crash Bandicoot. Yes. (laughs) What if I said Dr. Neo Cortex? Would you give me points as well? No. No, I wouldn't have. Okay. Because you're just being a smart aleck at that point. All right, Ethan. We're going to do... got to go big, I think. Yeah. The only way I can win is go miscellaneous 400 here. This developer was fired from Infinity Ward in 2010, but would respawn at competitor Electronic Arts. So I'm looking for the name of a person. The name of a person. person. I don't know people. Mm. I know Hideo Kojima, and I know <laughs> Tim Schaefer. That's it. So, uh, Bob Johnson. Let's go. <laughs> Vince Sampella. Yeah, that wasn't going to be guessed. Never heard of Dang that. It. That could have been my 400. Kevin, <laughs> Amon, you can get on the board and keep some self-respect. All right. Studios 100. <clears throat> The developers of Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about okay, time. Toys for Bob. Oh, come on. Thank you. <laughs> not, a, not a shutout, boys. Go. I got that one, too, up here. <laughs> do you have a double Jeopardy on here, or did we just not get it? Yeah, uh, we did a double Jeopardy. I, I didn't do a double Jeopardy, unfortunately. We're going to say miscellaneous uh, 200 is double, double Jeopardy, and uh, I can steal. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> miscellaneous 200. <laughs> what year did Bobby Kota gain control of Activision? <laughs> I think I know this. I'm just going to take a shot in the dark and say 2003. That's incorrect. I'm going to say 2013. Incorrect. Aww. I'm going to say 2010. Oh, Jeez, no. he's been there for that wow. long. <laughs> yeah. Him and a bunch of people bought it out in the, in the early 90s. And Ethan, yeah. you, you get the final question. You can't win, but for funsies, 
How much is Xbox buying Activision for? $68.7 billion. That is correct, sir. I did it. <laughs> and the final scores are Tom with 1,300, Ethan with 900, and Amon with a gentleman's 100. <laughs> <laughs> you guys probably had like a secret meeting before the podcast deciding like which was secret to take meeting i got three uh, questions is... right and one of them was i carly <laughs> no, no. i refuse to accept this i refuse to accept this aman does this every single jeopardy all right okay listen you lost you've lost a bad bit you've lost to garrett you lost in the team jeopardy on our 50th episode just accept the fact that you're going to complain no matter what, buddy. <laughs> no, no. This one, this one was just, no. Like, Tom got easy-ass questions. Bro, you got the Deadpool question I put in for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He didn't even say the name of the studio. Well, guys, if you're playing along, let us know in the comments down below how many points you got. And did you do better than Amon? If not, uh, <laughs> a little worried about you, but that's okay. That's all we got this week, guys. If you like the show, make sure to like, share, subscribe. Please rate us on whatever podcast service you are listening to. We appreciate all the support. Um, other than that, time for outros. Amon, where can they find you? You can find me on at Twitter at Amon underscore M05. Tom, where can they find you? You guys can find me on the next episode of Jeopardy, winning it up, <laughs> and on Twitter at Alpacaton. Ethan, where can they find you? You can find me at White Cedar One on Twitter and Gravy Three Four Four Eight on Xbox. And you can find me at the Muffin Month, a one and seven an I and an O instead of an A. Follow us at Project X Talk to stay up to date when we go live. All the latest videos, all the content we're putting out. Make sure you're following us over there and come join our Discord and chat with us. Link in the description down below. But until next week, we'll see you. Goodbye, guys. Bye.